Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. We're into the final week, team. Christmas is, uh, if you're listening to this on the day the podcast goes out, not very far away. I know you don't need to be reminded. Some people it's like, yay, Christmas! And other people it's like, oh God, Christmas. Um, whatever you're doing though, by the way, I'm Ray here and thank you very much for listening. Love to hear from you if you want to get in touch. Uh, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz is the email address. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok as well under the handle Kiwi Rider Podcast. Christmas, for some people, I understand is a very sad time of year um, for one reason or another. So I hope wherever you are, you're not alone. Uh, and if you're feeling a little bit uh, down the down in the dumps, a bit down, a bit depressed, or anything like that, reach out, have a yarn. Even if if you want to reach out to us, love to hear from you anytime. Right, well, it's been a busy year. There's been a lot going on, um, and so I've put together a bit of a 2022 in the mirror, a bit of a retrospective to go back and, you know, if there's anything in here that you you, you want to listen to again, uh, all the episodes are still live and there and ready for you to go back to any time. Uh, so we're going to dive straight in and then later on in the show I'm going to share with you my top 10 bikes of the year and all of them I have ridden. So here we go, 2022 in the mirror. We kicked the year off with a Harley Davidson Sport Glide in the garage and a, uh, a sunny ride around Wellington South Coast. It was quite a nice bike to ride too. Uh, although I did max out that uh, the rev range on that bike uh, hitting the Wainui Hill. I, I, I thought I'd been, um, I thought I killed the engine actually. Uh, but yeah, no, cool bike. Cool bike for a nice sunny day with no particular place to be and no particular time to be there. Uh, we had protesters on the lawn of Parliament, COVID restrictions, uh, and yay for not being able to meet up with our mates and go for rides. Then the COVID restrictions were relaxed, and the protesters kicked things off properly, destroying a lot of public property. We started planning our moto camping expedition, and we were going to the 42nd Traverse. The Tenere 700 was all loaded up with far too much luggage. I left Wellington far too late, ended up riding on the desert road with a tinted visor, and then had to navigate a dark, windy gravel road in pitch blackness. That was not fun, but... It was an experience and it was an adventure. We camped at Pōkaka Mill, which is on the eastern side of National Park, um, eastern side of the mountain, western side of the mountain, eastern side of the 42nd Traverse. Um, but we camped there and we did the 42nd Traverse and we did Fisher's Track as well. And we were joined by Tal from uh, motogear.co.nz, Dave, Doug, who you've be- heard on the podcast, and of course Matthew Day-Gillett. And after that, two nights camping, I rode all the way back to Wellington, getting absolutely drenched uh, up to Wanganui. And then it was beautiful sunshine, like 24 degrees from Wanganui back to Wellington. Around this time of year, we also kicked off a series on the podcast, a series of features called uh, Real Kiwi Riders, where we literally talked to about 15 real Kiwis about their riding and what it means to them. 
We heard from foodies, lady riders, lads on lads trips and all sorts. And thanks to every single person who participated in that. Don't forget, if you do have something to tell us about, we're all ears. We'd love to have a yarn about it. If you're a real Kiwi rider or you're just a rider in New Zealand, or maybe you're overseas and you're a Kiwi, you know, anyway, um, do get in touch. Podcast at kiwirider.co.nz is the email address. Or you can get, uh, get in touch through social media. Cardo announced the Freecom X range and we were lucky enough to get our grubby, grubby little mitts on a few units to try out the X2 and the X4 full reviews are in those uh, podcast episodes near the start of the year or up at motonz.com in March my family got COVID and so I was in isolation for seven days um, but I never actually got COVID and I didn't kind of distance myself from them or anything. I was just like, okay, well, if you guys have got it, I'm going to get it sooner or later. And I never did. Um, but this didn't mean that I missed out on days one and two of the Yamaha adventure ride. Um, this year, the Yamaha adventure ride started in Hawke's Bay, made its way down to Wairarapa and then into the Wellington region. Day three, I did get to join in for though, and that was a truly epic day of riding in a place or places that most people just don't get to do um having lived in the wellington region for the last 10 or so years uh, i've always wanted to go from uh wainui mata around to wairarapa but you just it's not open land you don't get to do that um so we, we we met up early in the morning at the foothills, the, fo- the foot of the Rimutakas. We went over to Moonshine through some forestry roads, uh, back into the Hutt Valley via the Belmont Regional Park, which is generally only open to uh, pedestrians and pushbikers. And then over to Wainuiamata. From there, we made our way around the coast to Wairarapa, some of the toughest and most picturesque riding I have ever done. Uh, this year especially on the Tenere 700 and I really really enjoyed it Uh, if you're thinking about doing the Yamaha Adventure Ride or any of these sorts of events the GS Rally or the KTM Rally do get involved they're a whole lot of fun after this we chatted to Zach Quartz of Revzilla fame if you haven't listened to this podcast, it's number 17 for 2022. Make sure you do. Uh, Zach was so generous with his time, answering all our questions. He is a really, really good dude. So make sure you check that uh, that podcast episode out, number 17. The Harley-Davidson Sportster S arrived in my garage and we got to fully test it out. I even took it, uh, I took it to Moto Gymkhana. Uh, it didn't handle too well. Uh, and it made me think, you know, maybe it's one of those poster bikes. It, it looks absolutely epic, but it's a hero bike, and you should never meet your heroes. Todd Heslin joined us and went bucket racing. He caught that bug pretty hard, uh, and so since he's he's done a lot more bucket racing and even bought a bucket bike, uh, but yep, Todd went bucket racing and then binned a bucket bike that wasn't even his and destroyed a couple of cameras in the process. Uh, we're not bitter about it, but it was definitely an adventure for him, and he learned a lot in that process. Uh, Matthew Day Gillett got to ride the Royal Enfield Classic 350, uh, and I don't think his tailbone's ever been the same uh, then Todd uh, went to Manfield and tried his hand at a bigger bike on a full-size track on a track day with total track bike hire and we stuck a microphone on him and got the full story there as well 
Beta Motorcycles, around the middle of the year, uh, Beta Motorcycles New Zealand decided they were going to lend us a motorbike, a long-term, a Beta RR430 to be exact, as a long-term test bike. Uh, the first day I had it, I took it out to Wellington South Coast around Red Rocks and had an absolute blast. Uh, usually I'm the first in the group to, uh, to find the riding getting a bit tough and want to turn back, but uh, this this day on that bike I was riding rings around everyone else and I didn't want to stop uh, it was a real massive confidence booster and two days later I entered in the second round of the National Enduro Series at Moonshine and got a serious wake-up call I didn't even complete a full loop uh, so that really really put me in my place um, Matt got up close and personal with the Moto Marini X-Cape, and although being a bit plastic fantastic, it's a very, very capable adventure tourer. Cardo then announced the flagship, the new, the Bluetooth DMC communicator, the Pack Talk Edge, and we got our hands on one of those, or a couple of those to try out there. They're really cool. Go and check out that episode, and of course the story up at motonz.com. Then we started planning our next big ride, which unfortunately I had to miss out on. It was called the Matariki Mission, uh, and it ended up being Matt, Dave, and Tal heading up to north of Auckland to tackle some sand dunes they had uh, a fantastic time on the beach there. While this was all happening, though, I stayed home and joined Kiwi Sam McCafferty. He's the designer of Ducati's Street Fighter V2, uh, and it, we were at the unveiling of his particular bike at Motomart. Then we went for a ride with a stack of Ducati fans on a stack of different Ducatis, and got I got some solid seat time on the Multistrada V4S which is very luxurious and very powerful but it's also got a lot of tech like a uh, variable uh, cruise control things like that a lane you know the little lights on the on the wing mirrors when there's somebody beside you things like yeah it's a cool bike it's got a lot of tech though lots of lots of fun we got to have another spin on the harley davidson pan america and when it wasn't having electrical issues it was a, a pretty good bike yeah but Put, but put back to back with the Multistrada V4S, it did feel a bit agricultural. In July, we got the chance to take the DR650 and the Beta RR430 to Taikaria Motocross Park for a play on the Enduro Loop, and uh, I attempted the motocross track as well. Fair to say, no motocross rider, I am not. But we had a lot of fun on the Enduro Loop, and I actually found it easier riding the DR650. Uh, because it probably suits, the power delivery probably suits the way I ride a bit more, you know, low and slow as opposed to uh, balls to the wall, um, you know, wringing its neck. Uh, Kiwi rider, test rider, Jock McLaughlin got his hands on a Husqvarna Norden 901 in August. Uh, he loved that, and I still think that's a brilliant looking bike. I haven't ridden one, haven't even seen one in person, but uh, I do want to ride one. We talked electric bikes with Sam from New Zero Land, and we got to see his Energica Evo Rebelli in person in uh, full attack mode, full tilt, flying down the Strait of Manfield. What a weapon. And I think from seeing one in person, and if I was going to get an electric bike and money was no object, that would be the electric bike I'd be going for 
The Triumph Tiger 1200 New Zealand launch was later in August, and I was lucky enough to hit up to Auckland for it. Got to ride the 1200 Rally Pro and the 1200 GT, both absolutely outstanding bikes. I would personally probably lean towards the Rally Pro with a 21-inch front wheel and a massive fuel tank. The size of the bike kind of melted away under motion, and I felt it felt like a more powerful Tenere 700, but just as capable, I reckon. Uh, that said, if it was my bike, I would not be taking it to some of the places I've taken the T7 to. Also in August, Chris Birch had an unplanned victory, winning his class at Romaniacs on a big 500cc KTM. In September, we attempted uh, we attended Burmbuster and brought the episode to you titled Adventure Assault, where we attempted to ride mid-sized adventure bikes around a trail ride Burnbuster near Topor. Uh, the Tenere 700 was kitted out with a set of Maxxis knobbly tyres and the rain just did not stop coming down. Considering the conditions though, the bike did a fantastic job and I would take it again. Maybe not in those conditions though, I would wait for a nice dry uh, dry conditions, wait for the nice dry weekend or, so, or or two. Daylight savings finally kicked in and things started warming up. Matt went to one big day and had just that, one big day, getting incredibly muddy on the CRF250L rally. I think he's still getting the mud off that bike. And I got to ride the Aprilia Tuareg, which to me is a Tenere 700 in a funny hat and Italian boots. No, it's a completely different bike, but I did really I didn't really get to ride it for very long. Um so the short ride I did have on the Tuareg it felt very familiar, very similar to the T seven. Um but we'd need to we'd need to ride the back to back and really drill down on the details there. Rebel Revival in Upper Hutt uh, heralded the arrival of summer and the summer riding season with about 100 motorcycles of all genres lined up under the gazebo at Brewtown with live music and food. We had an awesome day and I got the first sunburn of the year. We finally got to ride the full Ducati Adventure Touring lineup with the arrival of the Desert X, which is a seriously cool bike, and the sound from that aftermarket exhaust was brutal. Very, very nice. But it's a shame that Ducati want their owners to do literally nothing on their bikes. I think we're entering into a, a world where people don't do things themselves and for even simple oil checks, oil level checks and things like that, they have to take their cars and bikes to dealers. Uh, so anytime you look at the manual on a Ducati, even for simple things like chain adjustment, it says take it to a dealer. I think that's a, a misstep from Ducati. I really I don't think that's the way to go. I also got to ride the Multistrada again, the Hyper Motard. Now the, now, the Hyper Motard is an interesting bike. The name Motard generally means to me a bike that, a bike that is built for the dirt, but it has street tyres. So aside from being very small and crazy fast, I felt a little weird on it. I couldn't really place what the bike was meant to do, but I had fun on it nonetheless, and it is a, a brilliant looking bike. In October, we got some terrible news that Doc from Motorazi, which I've had a bit to do with before, I've um, spoken to him on the podcast. He's the guy I dealt with with the Beta RR430 long-term test bike. He was knocked off his bike on the way to work one Monday morning, and he died at the scene. 
And so yet another reminder that every time we swing a leg over a motorcycle, it could be our last ride. R.I.P. Doc, we still miss you, buddy. EICMA happened, and along with it, a few bikes were revealed, but we didn't really get as much from it as we expected to, or as much as we've had in previous years. And that pretty much brings full circle what has been a busy year. And we took you along for the ride on most of it, if not all of it, through the magic of podcasting. So thank you very much to everyone who came up to me wherever I was and said that they'd listened to the podcast. And uh, it's awesome to know that what we're doing is of value to people. One thing that I've just realized that we missed out in there is we had the Shiny Side Up live stream back in March, I want to say. Might have been February, March, around there anyway. And that was a whole lot of fun as well. Shiny Side Up is really returning for 2023 and i will have more details on this straight after this as well as my top 10 bikes for the year oh g'day sorry to interrupt your podcast listening i just wanted to ask you a quick question how's your summer of riding going i know mine's going incredibly well and stress-free because my bike is covered by protector insurance Insurance for motorcycles by motorcyclists. You know, not all insurance is created equally, and it pays to check the policy wording. Protector has some of the best policy wording I've seen, and they not only cover my bike if I crash it, but it's covered in transit and for theft as well. My gear is all covered, they give me my Ride Forever fees back each year, and they can cover me for track days too protectorinsurance.co.nz and get a quote today you might be surprised thanks very much protector for sponsoring this episode of kiwi rider podcast right back into the show shiny side up bike fest is coming back for 2023 yes the bike fest is back as as well as the talk series events we have a whole stack of dates and i don't know if i'm allowed to tell you but what I can say is that we have a Carpety Bike Fest and a Whangarei Bike Fest. Yeah. Workshops, demos, spot prizes, food trucks, show and shine, entertainment. It's family friendly. It's alcohol and patch free. And more information will be up at shinysideup.co.nz early in the new year. And we're going to share the information with you right here on Kiwi Rider Podcast. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. And as soon as we're allowed to tell you, we will. Two, four, six. We've got eight talk series events and two bike fest events. And it's all free entry. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But before we go too much further, it is time to give you my top 10 motorcycles for 2022. In at number 10, the Harley-Davidson Sportster S. And to put it simply, this bike, it made it into the top 10. It's an awesome poster bike. It's seriously cool. If you haven't seen a Harley-Davidson Sportster S, please do Google it and hit the images button and check out the, uh, the posters. But never meet your heroes. 
It may be some people's cup of tea. It was not mine. I did not enjoy riding it, and I found it incredibly impractical. There are some motorbikes out there that are very practical. There are some motorbikes out there that can be made to be practical. This one just, no, was not practical at all. And at number nine on my top 10 list of bikes for 2022, it's a double whammy from Harley-Davidson, but it made it onto the top 10 list. The Pan America is in at number 9. For Harley-Davidson's first foray into the world of adventure touring, this bike does a great job. They have tech on this bike that no one else had at the time of launch, but they could work on their build quality, remove a few of the unnecessary items, and tighten up on the electronics, I reckon, anyway. In at number 8 on the top 10 list of bikes for 2022 that I've ridden, the Moto Marini X-Cape. Yeah, it's plastic fantastic and it's reasonably cheap, but it's a brilliant adventure tourer on a budget and right now it's reasonably cheap and I'm I'm going to guess that it's going to go up in price. So if you are in the market for a reasonably priced uh, adventure tourer, get involved on the Moto Marini X-Cape. And at number 7 on my top 10 list of uh, bikes for 2022, the Ducati Hyper Motard. Classic Ducati, let's make something bonkers and leave it to the marketing team to work out how to sell it. I loved riding this bike, but I did struggle to find a real world use case. I can imagine if I was never going off road and I just wanted to, you know, squirt the throttle every now and then, I would lose my license very quickly. A lot of fun, maybe a good commuter, but if you live around town, you want to take it out of town. And at number six on my top 10 list of bikes for 2022, the Aprilia Touareg. I did like this bike. It felt very familiar to me. It felt like my bike, but I did not get enough seat time on it to properly test it out. I like the looks of it and I want to ride it more. And at number five on my top 10 list of bikes for 2022, it's my bike, my daily rider, my Tenere 700. I measure most bikes that I ride up to the T7 in one way or another. I love my T7, and with some interesting changes to future models on the horizon, I'm looking forward to seeing what Yamaha does with the model and the CP2 as an engine platform. But in at number four on my top 10 list of bikes for 2022, Todd's bike, the Tiger 800, the Triumph Tiger 800 XCX to be exact. Todd lent me his Tiger while he was away in Australia, and it is a very cool bike. His with the Arrow exhaust, it sounds great. It's got a great tone from that triple engine, and it's got a nice whine as well. It deserves a place on this leaderboard for 2022. But we're into the top three now. We're into the podium. In at number three for my top 10 list of bikes for 2022, the Ducati Multistrada V4S. Luxury, touring comfort, capable. Was it what? Capable on the on the Rimutakas. It was a lot of fun. More tech than you can shake a stick at. I could and would ride this bike for a long time and be content. I don't know if I could do much more than a gravel road but very, very nice bike. And at number two of my top 10 bikes for all of 2022, this was difficult because one and two could be swapped around quite easily. The Triumph Tiger 1200 Rally Pro. This bike came so close to being my number one bike of the year, but was only beaten out by something that I just had slightly more fun on. Nonetheless, the Triumph Tiger 1200 Rally Pro, it's my number one touring bike, or touring capable bike, 
but it's number two on my overall list for the year. And again, I need more time on this bike. I enjoyed the time I had on it, and I thought it was a brilliantly capable get-on-and-go bike and an awesome tech, but number two for the year. Number one, my number one bike for 2022 had to be the Beta RR430. Number one on the list this year goes to the long-term test bike, the Beta RR430, as it's the bike that I had the most fun on. It challenged me, and when I made a mistake, it kicked back hard. It's probably the bike that's injured me the most, but it's simply the bike I enjoyed riding most off-road. And that, to me, is what motorcycling is all about, having fun. So with that in mind, I hope that you have an absolutely outstanding Christmas, a brilliant summer. We are rolling with episodes all the way through. Every Thursday we'll have a new episode coming out right through until uh, February when we're back. Uh, They may sound a little bit out of touch. We are replaying our High Beam series, which is a series of episodes uh, following the history of the GS motorcycles, BMW GS bikes, from their inception right through to current day. Uh, These are a series of episodes we put together um, back in August of 2020. So the information about the bikes is all relevant. There may just be some other irrelevant stuff around them. But I hope you enjoy them. Have a great summer. Uh, I'd love to hear from you with your photos and your stories of your adventures. Um, You can email me podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. You can get in touch on social media. Just search out Kiwi Rider Podcast. Personally, everything I do goes up on social media under Moto NZ or T7 Adventures. Uh, You can check out motonz.com as my website. OnThrottle.co.nz is Matthew Day Gillett's website and KiwiRider.co.nz is the Kiwi Rider website with the magazines twice a month, absolutely free for you to enjoy. Do check them out uh, and get in, get amongst. Otherwise, stay safe, have a brilliant break, look after yourself, sign up for a Ride Forever course if you haven't done one, keep the rubber side down, throttle on. I've been Ray Huron and we'll catch you in seven days' time. <laughs>